This is Carson Charisma and Rachel E. And you are tuned in to the Anomaly Podcast. What's up, what's up, guys? This is Carson Charisma. And it's Rachel E. the Goddess. And you are tuned in to episode four of The The Anomaly Anomaly Podcast. Yes. We are so glad to be back. Season two. Episode four. Turn up. We are here. We are. Um, So, I mean, we kind of like always always do our promos. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Yes. If you don't know, today we are talking about generational curses yes but you know you and i we were kind of talking and we were like mm-hmm. do we even want to call it curses right because we kind of looked into it and like in re- doing research it was mm-hmm. more of like a biblical term and mm-hmm. more related to scripture and things like that right um, right but i think it's more to it like the cycles of generations that we pass on major that I think we should address right so um and and we just want to respect all of our listeners i know Absolutely. some people are religious some people are spiritual some people are neither mm-hmm. and that is totally okay um, I think I speak for both of us when I say we're more spiritual than we are religious. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are religious, there's nothing wrong with that. And I no. suggest you go find a Bible or Quran Continue or whatever it, it is yeah, that whatever. you, right, whatever it is that you, mm-hmm. you believe in and, and go by uh, your life rules and, and look into generational curses. Um, but like we said, that was more biblical. So it's more like some generational cycles. Cycles, yeah. Um, so one generational cycle, quote mm-hmm. unquote, that I think it was important for us to discuss was health. Yes. And I thought about this because, I mean, you have a very extensive, like, background in mm-hmm. medicine. Um, for any of you guys who don't know, uh, Rachel yes. E. The Goddess, one Registered saying, nurse. Registered nurse. education <laughs> behind me. Um, so I was thinking about, when I, when I thought about health, I thought of, like, depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. addiction. Yes. Um, and those are all things that were kind of, and have been, and continue to be generational cycles mm-hmm. in my family. So, Correct. Um, with your medical background mm-hmm. and your just personal background, like what do you think about things like that? Right. Um, I absolutely agree. I think we are predisposed, um, and based on science, we're predisposed to certain diseases and um, health processes because of what's in our genes and our mm-hmm. genetics um, with diabetes and hypertension. Mm-hmm. Um, and that in regards to just the black community as well, that runs prevalent in our, our community, but um, more specifically in regards to family health. Mm-hmm. So if my mom has it, my grandma has it, her mama had it and her mama had it. Right. I'm very predisposed to having it. Right. That's just what our genes are, are made up of. Right. So mm-hmm. is is depression a disease? Is like is anxiety yes. a disease? Okay. Yes. And so I know there's a, a big controversial mm-hmm. battle and right. disagreement between that. Mm-hmm. People say it's not, it's a choice, I, it's right. not. And I um, feel very strongly about that. Yeah, well can explain like, explain it because I don't right. I really I for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never felt to the point. I've mean, definitely been down and in the outs. Right. But um, I think depression is a whole other beast. So Absolutely. I would never tell someone that that's a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't know the medicine behind it either, right? right? The, the medical terms mm-hmm. and all that, that knowledge. I don't have right. that. So that's why I asked. So my thing is like how you can get pancreatitis, a mm-hmm. disease of the pancreas, or a mm-hmm. disease of the lungs, or a disease of the heart. You can get a disease of the brain. Mm. And depression, anxiety, schizophrenia. Um, all these different diseases are diseases of the brain. Okay. So it, it works in that sense as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. So right. that's funny that people say it's a choice because yeah, clearly it's, it's, it's not. It's not a choice. Sometimes right. that's just in our genes. That's the way our brain functions. Um, we don't produce enough certain types of hormones in our brain, hmm. serotonin, Never knew dopamine, that. things like that, that we should naturally be producing. Sometimes in, a, in regards to our hereditary genes or right. whatever, um, 
we just don't create that right. because our bodies aren't made to do that. That's interesting. So mm-hmm. would addiction be considered um, a disease? I believe addiction is a disease. I think so too. But people I say, oh, so. it's a choice because mm-hmm. you tried it and then now, I think I think maybe like the first initial thing, okay, yeah, you made the choice to do something, but right. once it continues mm-hmm. and you cannot stop it, mm-hmm. then that, at that point it becomes a disease. Absolutely. Am I, am I, okay. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of where, where I, where the, for me, mm-hmm. Addiction is a disease that has been rapid through my family. Yes. Um, so when I was growing up, um, you know, I had family members who were constantly um, under the influence. Mm-hmm. Um, like very, very drunk all the time. Yeah. Um, and, and no one in my necessarily immediate family but I would go to, to family mm-hmm. members' houses and just see it all the time. And it was that crazy. That one uncle or them that uncle, uncle, grandpa. grandpa mm-hmm. And it was just always, like, yeah. all, I mean, so intoxicated, like, wrecking cars, like, mm-hmm. like tripping and falling and, like, yeah. needing stitches. Yeah. Like, I mean, always drunk. Um, one of uh, my family members, uh, God rest her soul, she's passed on now. Um, she had she had demons that she battled mm-hmm. with, with addiction. Um, and it was this other mem- family member's daughter, mm-hmm. right, who uh, ended up having these problems. And, wow. again, that's a generational cycle. Mm-hmm. So this person was always under the influence, and they produced a daughter who was constantly under the influence right. um, of not only alcohol but other things. And, um, and honestly, in long story short, uh, dealing with the wrong people, um, being in the wrong place, mm-hmm. uh, it ultimately led to her demise, her death. Right. Um, and no one des- deserves to die the way she did at all. But um, wow. simply because mm-hmm. of that that cycle that she was unable to break, um, she she was killed. Right. You know, and so um, yeah, it's it's definitely a scary thought. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, generational curses or cycles um, they're they're real. They're definitely Absolutely. real. And uh, I don't think we should like ignore the fact that. And I think. Especially the black community. You mentioned black community mm-hmm. earlier. We don't like to admit that we've passed things down. We don't. We don't it's like, like to, a taboo. Right. Like yeah. We don't like to admit that, mm-hmm. like, maybe because I was who I was growing up and my daughter saw this, mm-hmm. that it caused her to be the way she is. Yes. Right? Or it caused my son to act. Mm-hmm. We don't like to admit that. No. Nope. Um, I remember having a conversation with someone and they told me, you know, what I did or what I've done doesn't affect my family at all. She is. What? It literally does. For you to be for you to be 40, <laughs> 50, you know, 55, mm-hmm. 60 years old and you're telling me that what you have done um and who you are and in the the addiction that mm-hmm. you faced and different struggles that you have have gone through and and your kids or or your nieces and nephews have seen it. Right. You're telling me that doesn't affect any of us? Yeah. I mean, to see the things that have happened. If you were a fly on the wall, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like in my household right. and growing up in in family members households and to be um you know, four or five years old and to grow up to be 13, 15, 14, 15, 16, mm-hmm. 17 years old and still see the same continuous cycles. And then you look at me and wonder why I do some of the certain things I do. Well, I'm You're a product of raised, you. Yeah. Right. I'm like, Absolutely. I'm, I am, you are looking in the Absolutely. mirror. I am a product yeah. of you. And I don't think people like to admit that, especially in the black community. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like, I've had an issue um, in regards to, with my mom, mm-hmm. we've had a very up and down roller coaster type relationship. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I've gotten to a point where you have to just love people where they are and mm-hmm. what they're going through. Um, but I've had conversations with her in regards to things that she struggled with mm-hmm. and that were projected onto me. Mm-hmm. So in having those conversations, she never could realize like, okay, wow, you're struggling with this because that is what I projected, projected onto, onto you. you. This mm-hmm. is what I've exposed you to. Mm-hmm. And this is what I've kind of taught you to do and how to be and how to think and how to feel. Um, so it was always this battle back and forth where like she could never admit. And it's like, well, damn, 
literally the things I'm explaining to you that I'm suffering with right. are literally the things you are suffering suffering right. with. So where did I get it from? Right, How right. did this, you know, come on to me? How mm-hmm. did I take on this thing? Right. And and people say, you know, I've I've heard the comment that it's a is it generational curses or is it behaviors? So mm-hmm. we just repeat these behaviors but right. and we're not responsible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like yes, as much as we have the power to change it, mm-hmm. it's still a very powerful influence over our lives. Again, right. because you have to think about these things have happened since we were so young. And mm-hmm. you're, at a, you're a certain age, you're very impressionable. Right. Very Absolutely. impressionable. So if these are things that I've grown up with, I'm thinking these are correct things. Mm-hmm. So um, health-wise, right? So if, if my mother or my father is depressed, they have anxiety, not only is it passed down scientifically, mm-hmm. right? But I always see my mom handle a certain situation like this, right? right? Like she's always, she's a depressed woman, so she handles it like this. Mm-hmm. So as I get older... I adapt to those those um, coping mechanisms, right? right? Like mm-hmm. that's how my mother coped, so that's mm-hmm. how I I'm, that's right. how I see that's how I'm supposed to cope, mm-hmm. right? Um, or that's how my father coped, so that's how I'm supposed to cope right. when that's not the case, right? And um, it's unhealthy and mm-hmm. very toxic way of coping with things, right? But we pick up those habits. Mm-hmm. Um, those are generational cycles, absolutely. And I think with um, like behaviors. Yes, we can address the behaviors, mm-hmm. but behaviors are just the projections of the cycle. They're the mm-hmm. projections of what we are in our minds are struggling with or suffering from. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there's a slight difference between the behavior and the actual problem, mm-hmm. but that's why you have to address the problem. Right. I think separating those two right. is crucial in regards to the healing process as well. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think, too, um, that when it comes to, like, depression and anxiety... Um, I've never really felt, I've definitely felt anxious, Mm -hmm. um, but to like say I've been diagnosed with anxiety or depression, I haven't. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that when dealing with those things, you have to find a way, um, again, like you said, to separate and just move past it. Absolutely. Um, And I was speaking with someone when I was living in Chicago, I used to go to this women's circle, it was called Women of Color, Mm -hmm. um, the Women of Color Circle, and we would talk about all different kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the topics was, do you address um, a person who has passed down these curses to you? Do you address your mother? Do you Mm -hmm. address your father, Mm -hmm. your aunt, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa? Do you say, hey, um, this is what you've done, and this is how, like you said, you told, you've yeah, had conversations with your mother. Yeah, definitely. Um, and one lady told me, you know, she was saying how she got, what I'm going to go back to anxious and anxiety, because mm-hmm. she said, you know, I got anxiety from my mother from this and that mm-hmm. third. She's like, but I never addressed her because, and this is an older woman, she said, I never addressed her because that was none of my business. Mm-hmm. That was none of my business. You know, you don't, you don't talk to your parents like that. You don't, mm-hmm. and see, that's the thing. And that, for me, that was very toxic behavior. Yeah, very. Um, very toxic mm-hmm. behavior. And I had to correct her because I didn't want as she's older than me and there were also women who were younger than me and I didn't want her to project that onto them as if that was okay. Right. And th- that attitude of that's none of my business. Mom and daddy mm-hmm. did what they could had to do like blah, blah, blah. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not faulting you as a parent. Like everybody has their own shit, right? Yeah, like absolutely. we all have their own shit. There's shit that I'm going to grow up with that might negatively affect my kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, and that I'm going to have to address for myself before I even have them. So right. that hopefully they won't go through some mm-hmm. of those things. Um, and, but if they do, um, I will never not allow my children to come to me. I think that hinders you even further when you can't mm-hmm. even address the person or address the situation and say, Hey, this is, a this is what you've done. Yeah. This is problematic mm-hmm. because now I'm doing it or now I am, these are the results of what you've done. Right. right. So like prime example, um, we're talking about health. So we talked about depression, anxiety, and addiction, but, um, that can kind of move into like relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I continuously see my mother with a different man yeah. every other week, mm-hmm. right, right, um, 
or she was she was with a man every other week before she even met my father right right um and so she's gonna tell me hey it's cool you go do what you want to do like it's no big deal live life like whatever and if no one's telling me be safe Mm -hmm. while you're doing this if no one's telling me like hey this is a soul tie. Right. Like, go have fun, but understand the consequences of, of giving your body mm-hmm. to someone. When you give it, you can never get it back. Mm-hmm. Right? No one's telling me that. So, I'm thinking, number one, either, if, if two situations. If I'm seeing someone coming in and out of the house every day, then I'm thinking that's normal. As mm-hmm. a young woman, I'm thinking that's, that's just how life is. So, when I get older, I'm going to have a man coming in and out of the house every day. Right. Or, before I, I meet my husband, I'll be out here being sexually uh, promiscuous. Mm-hmm. And not protecting myself in right. the way I should. And not and when I say protecting myself, not just wrapping it up and being on birth control, but protecting my mental, my physical, absolutely. my emotional space. Mm-hmm. Because I was never taught to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you on that. I mean, I concur with <laughs> you said. Right. Um, I think that's... Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you said it all. Right. And then I think, too, um, I was talking to someone about abuse, mm-hmm. right? Um, and abuse is definitely, definitely um, a touchy subject mm-hmm. because I think... We talked about domestic violence in season Correct. one, and um, I kind of was vulnerable in that situation mm-hmm. um, to an extent. And I've been um, the victim of domestic abuse, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I've also seen domestic abuse mm-hmm. in multiple ways, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, right? Um, and so, for me, um, I kind of wondered, like, okay, what what happened mm-hmm. that caused me to go through this, right? right. That, that I was able to, like staying through right. this right i'm gonna get really vulnerable yeah I'm on this get, yeah. podcast yeah um so as a child mm-hmm. i was sexually molested mm-hmm. and that ended up leading to as i was growing up sexual um promiscuity mm-hmm. and also connecting sex to a sense of love mm. and affection and that's how i knew somebody wanted me or wanted to be with me or appreciated me is or, loved, through you, se- or right. loved me is through sex. So I think it stems from childhood, right. what your childhood traumas, what you go through. Um, and if you don't heal from those things or if you want to, if you turn your eye to it or try to deny it or run away from it, mm-hmm. you know, it'll become even more prevalent as you continue on with life where you will end up in more sexually abusive relationships mm-hmm. or domestically abusive relationships or relationships where you suffer right it's because of that right Mm -hmm. that's well that's heavy yeah Yeah. that's super heavy um i think too that so and that's a question have you ever like was have you ever like okay said i'm going to address this person or at least tell someone about it like Mm -hmm. have you talked to someone about it yes so i've I've opened up conversation in regards to what had happened Mm -hmm. um but in regards to addressing the specific person Mm -hmm. um no i haven't Mm -hmm. but in regards, but in relate in, in, excuse me, in relation to me opening up, damn, I can't get one word <laughs> together. But um, because I opened up that conversation with somebody about mm-hmm. it, I was now able to address what it is I'm going through and heal from it right. without needing to talk to the person to, that actually like, did it. Right, 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 right. Because I think with that, that's that's on them, mm-hmm. um, their behaviors, what they went through. Because for them to do that to me, something had to have happened to them. For sure, agreed. So in regards to I guess maybe that's what that lady meant with that's none of my business. Right. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So maybe. Good perspective. I didn't yeah. know that. So maybe that's on them to deal with and God helps them in regards to right. that. But with me, now that I've opened this conversation, I can now address this and heal from this and not allow myself to suffer or be damaged or 
traumatized from this any longer. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where the cycle of like sexual promiscuity comes in. I think, right. like you said, like I thought this was because mm-hmm. of what happened to me. Like I thought this is what was love, right? right. Um, and now I think it's very important to to let listeners and and let you know that mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful thing that you've like tried to and you're continuing to try to like heal from this right. and be a better person because mm-hmm. you don't want to pass on that same thing to your daughter right, right. like the the idea that this is love this mm-hmm. is what it is um and so same thing with like divorce um right. I think um divorce is like another generational cycle when it comes to relationships so you have like the sexually you know promiscuous side of these relationships that Mm -hmm. are you know generational curses or cycles you have this abuse right but then you think look at divorce right Mm -hmm. like a lot of parents I don't remember and I think you and I are the far and few in between Mm -hmm. right um you myself um and I think I have like one more friend right I can say parents are still together Mm -hmm. um I mean I used to grow up and I used to wish when I was younger my parents would get divorced and the reason why is because I thought that I would get two birthdays. I thought I would get two Christmases. <laughs> I thought I would get two of everything. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I was sense. like, oh my God, they got divorced. Mm-hmm. I get two of everything, right? right? And I thought it would be so great. Um, obviously, that was a very naive wish, and thankfully, right. it never happened. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. and so I think, too, that we are so easy to uh, give up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're definitely easy to give up in situations because we're the microwave generation. Yeah. We want, we want it right quick. we want it quick right away. Mm-hmm. Like if it don't heat up in five minutes, I'm done. Right. Um and so I think uh hanging in there is a way of like really fighting for it is a way of breaking that that cycle mm-hmm. too. However, I am a firm believer and do, do like don't get me wrong, I'm a firm believer that I am so for divorce. Mm-hmm. As much as I'm against it, right. I am definitely for it. And the reason why I'm mm-hmm. for it right. is simply <laughs> is simply because we have one life life mm-hmm. to live. We have one life to live. And I refuse to stay with someone for the sake of children, mm-hmm. for the sake of finances, whatever it may be. That's why it's important to be financially independent. Absolutely. That's why it's important to love yourself first because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, life is – you only get one life. Life right. is short. And especially if I have children – I don't want my children growing up and seeing mommy and daddy mm-hmm. and knowing they're going to know. Kids know when you're not happy. Absolutely. I will never forget my brother uh, and sister-in-law were in the front seat and I was in the back seat with Lyric and they were arguing about like plates, mm-hmm. something very small, like no big deal. Mm-hmm. It was just like, who forgot to get the plastic plates? Right. Like you forgot them. No, nah, nigga, you forgot them. No, I swear to God, I told you to get them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like just something very simple. And Lyric was in the back seat. She was, it was on her third birthday. We were headed to this museum mm-hmm. um, for her birthday. She's in the back seat. She was like, oh, guys. Oh, can you just hush? You know? And right. it was so funny because she was literally turning three. Right. She got that mommy and that. daddy mm-hmm. were not happy with each other at that mm-hmm. moment. She may have not knew it was over something simple as plastic plates. Right. Right. But it was still like, mommy and daddy don't seem to be happy with each other right, right. now. And she got that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why stay in a situation and think your kid, that your kids are going to grow up thinking this is love. This right. is what it's supposed to be. And that's mm-hmm. not the case. And so when they get married, they're going to go do it. Right? right. So if you, if, if I see daddy beating on mama and then I go get him with a man who beat on me, mm-hmm. well, mama monkey see monkey do. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. And I, and that's personal experience growing yeah. up in a household. Um, just putting all business out there. Right. We're, we're vulnerable in this podcast. Right, for sure. Um, but, uh, my parents, they were together because of my brother and I. Right. They stayed together for that that only reason. Mm-hmm. And we saw that. Right. And for me, entering into relationships, um, and also amongst, like, your environment as well. Because our environment also molds and shapes us mm-hmm. outside of, you know, what we're, quote, unquote, taught from our parents. Agreed. Um, 
But yeah, so in regards to seeing them, they're not happy. Uh, the arguments, things like that. I would literally get into relationships and have those same exact problems mm. and handle them the same exact way my mother would handle them mm. and be that type of woman. Mm. And I, I got a, I got to a point where I'm like, well, damn, this is very problematic. Like there's something obviously wrong with, well, not wrong, but there's something with me that I need to address mm-hmm. and I need to fix and correct before I can move forward into a healthy relationship. For sure. Um, you know, obviously, as time went on, they grew back together and, right. and made it work. But, um, yeah, just seeing that growing up, that's very true. We pick up on those things. Yeah. And naturally, without even, in- like, in- un- unintentionally, we do the same exact things or put out the same exact behavior. For sure. And, mm-hmm. I mean, still to this day, I told my mom and dad, you know, if, like, something happens and, you know, one will call me Vinton or the other one will mm-hmm. call me Vinton and, you know, and... I say venting, venting. <laughs> Jesus, I have, I have, I have a degree. Okay. It's okay. Um, call, oh, they'll call me venting, or we'll we'll talk about it, mm-hmm. or I'll be there and I'll see them argue, whatever. Right? Um, I mean, almost thirty years is a very long time, so it's yes. not like you're not gonna have arguments, you're not yeah, gonna have disagreements, absolutely. you're not gonna have times of doubt, mm-hmm. right? Like that's just natural, right? Um, but you you try to fight through that. Mm-hmm. But I tell them to this day, and I tell my brother and his and his girlfriend this too, like. I love Mm y'all. I love y'all. And I want you to stay together for the sake of lyric, right? Right. Or I want you to stay together, right, mom and dad. Mm -hmm. But understand, you owe me nothing. Right. None of y'all owe me nothing. Mm -mm. Mom and dad, me and your son are grown. As fuck. We're grown. Mm -hmm. We're we're almost 30. We're there. We're there. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're 30 years old plus. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, um, don't stay in a situation for the sake of kids. I'm no longer an excuse for mm-hmm. you to stay. You have one life to live. If you are unhappy or you feel like you're being mistreated, fight mm-hmm. for it. Do what you need to do. Right. Pray about it. Go on retreat. Sit down together. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do. Right. Whatever. But if, if nothing, something don't give and you feel like you need to get up and walk out the door, feel free do to be my guest. Do what's for best you. for you. You're mm-hmm. still young. You're still vibrant. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Shit, even if Same you're thing, damn 60, Even if you're right. You're still young and vibrant, no. only as, as old as you, <laughs> as you feel. You know what I'm saying? And same thing with, uh, like I said, my brother and, and Lauren. Mm-hmm. They might get into it and it's like, I don't know if I can do okay, It's okay, that's fine. Right. Do what you need to do for mm-hmm. you. You owe me nothing. Absolutely. You owe me nothing at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you're still going to be, and I, and obviously my brother is always going to be family, mm-hmm. right? But I still, I tell her, like, you're going to be family regardless. Like, we're connected for We are forever, connected forever. Like, mm-hmm. you are a part of my life right. forever. And you will always be. Like, mm-hmm. you are one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Believe right. it or not. Right. And so it's like. Like little things like that, people, mm-hmm. people, and and obviously, you know, obviously they both, like I said, they have their ups and downs. They fight through it. They're good. They're bad. That right. happens in every relationship. But my whole purpose is, is don't allow generational curses or cycles mm-hmm. to control what you have now. Correct. It's a very easy to walk away when mm-hmm. you all you've ever seen is divorce. Yeah. It's very easy to stay when all you've ever seen is somebody stay through the the, the beatings bullshit. and the cheating mm-hmm. and. You right. It's very right. easy to do those things. Right. What takes true courage is saying, "I'm going to change. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to leave because my mama didn't, right. or I'm going to stay because my mama didn't." Right? right. Like it's in, and I'm going to fight through it. So, um, I think with everything, because there's so many things that can be generational mm-hmm. cycles, right. right? There's so many things, but with 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 it all, it takes the courage to say up, say stand up and say, "I'm going to do this differently." Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then also just to stem off of, um, like you said, we're grown now. Mm-hmm. Um, yes how I was raised was some bullshit or yes, my traumas are some bullshit, but at this point I'm grown Mm -hmm. and it is now my responsibility that all of this is not my fault to heal and to break this curse and to break this cycle. Listen, I told, um, 
um, somebody that I was in a relationship with, I said, um, I was always accused of cheating. Mm-hmm. Always. Right. Always. Um, I said it then and I'll say it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, nor will I ever be mm-hmm. responsible for your emotional healing. Absolutely. Whether it be yours, mm-hmm. your mama's, your mm-hmm. daddy's, my cousin, my uncle. Whatever I am responsible for nothing. Mm-hmm. I am responsible for, I am not, nor will I ever be responsible for anyone's emotional healing except mm-hmm. for Carson Christmas. Absolutely. And and that's just that simple. I can try mm-hmm. to help you through it. I can mm-hmm. stand by you while you, while you fight. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you yeah. have to want to be better. Right. And so, baby boy, you're not finna project this on, baby boy, (laughs) you're not finna project this onto me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you're not. I understand whatever you went through was traumatic. Mm -hmm. She cheated. She did this. She sucked off your best friend. I get it. It sucks. Whatever it may be, it sucks. Right. But do not bring that into this relationship. Right. I'm, I'm willing to deal with certain baggage because we can. Mm-hmm. I can. I'll help you carry it. Certain shit, I will not. Right. Leave that shit at the fucking door. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, then we can't be together. Right. It's that simple because I'm not in. I'm not in charge of that for mm-hmm. you. And honestly, Rach, I think there's some people who just don't want to heal. Yeah. Or and, and some people don't know how mm-hmm. or they don't want to. Like I don't know what it is, or but they don't even realize they that don't they even have realize, a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Or they don't even realize this because it's kids. so normal to them that they saw everybody in their life do it. Mm-hmm. So shit, this is what's supposed to be done, right? And in my my uh, my past, you know, abusive relationship, my, my domestic violence situation, mm-hmm. come to find out, uh, he had uh, bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And after all this happened, mm-hmm. find out he has bipolar disorder, and guess who had it? His mother. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. How generational things mm-hmm. can affect you in such a way. Absolutely. And so he's going about life never really knowing it. Why? Because the mother didn't even tell you. Mm-hmm. Never told you she had it. Never went to get you on the mm-hmm. proper medication or whatever it may be. Right. Um, because that's a t- so taboo. Mm-hmm. Oh, my baby don't have it. I don't have it. I'm not yeah. telling I don't have it. My yeah. baby don't have it. And that's so unfortunate. Mental illness in the black community. Listen. It's, it's real. Right. It's so real. Right. And we are continuously passing it on and on. And obviously the more and more we ignore it. The worse it gets mm-hmm. with every generation that's being passed on. To right, me. right, right. And it's like we don't want to. We don't want to take hold of it. We don't mm-hmm. want to. We rather it control us because right. we, we're so in denial right. than us saying, "Okay, this is a generational problem. Mm-hmm. This is a problem, and it's not something that's our fault. Right? Whatever that's it is, not. like you said, it's mm-hmm. a brain thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a brain disease. Now, now let me do what I need to do to right. get on the right track right. to fix it, so that. Um, I'm able to control myself, mm-hmm. my anger, my happiness, my sadness, my emotions, mm-hmm. period. Um, and so that when I decide to, you know, reproduce, mm-hmm. I'm God forbid it gets passed right. on. But if it does, I can handle it, mm-hmm. right? In a situation where right. my kids know how to handle it and mm-hmm. their kids know how to handle it. Because naturally it'll be in our genetics. Right. Naturally we'll be predisposed to that. Um, but like I've always said, that moment when you have a child mm-hmm. and that child exits your birth canal mm-hmm. who you are in that very moment mm-hmm. your traumas your issues what you deal with are now on that child mm-hmm. that now becomes that child's responsibility mm-hmm. until they become of age to where they can think for themselves and realize okay this is not for me oh wow so yeah it's, it's so important it's i never so, thought of it like that it's so cr- mm-hmm. yeah because it's like who i am that's who i'm going to raise you to be right because that's all i know right so i think it's so important to you got to address that shit you do and realize like damn okay this is some bullshit. This is what I've been taught and I've learned from generation to generation. This has got to go for the sake of breaking the curse and changing things for the next generation. For the better. Come. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's one thing, you know, um, and guys, if you did not uh, tune in last week, 
uh, be sure to catch up. Uh, episode three was uh, called Secure the Bag. Yes. Um, and I we had a very special guest, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, and his information is, is all on our page and on, you know, the links and all that good stuff. Yes. Um, but he was a, a great asset to that podcast. And it was, again, about securing the bag and financial mm-hmm. literacy. Um and investments, etc. So definitely tune into that. But this makes me think about finances, mm-hmm. um, generational curses and cycles in regards to finances. Yes. Um, and I think we kind of touched on it, mm-hmm. you know, last week. And so I won't go into further de- that a lot of detail because again, you guys can tune into mm-hmm. last week's episode. But um, I mean, that financially, that that is that's a fucking that's that a, is that's that's a whole the, other motherfucking listen, beast. listen, and yes. you know, and <laughs> let me tell y'all something, black parents old young whatever mm-hmm. do not use your child's name for credit cards attention attention right psa <laughs> do not God. use your child's PSA. name for credit cards to get a loan any of that shit mm-hmm. don't do it um do not do it don't do right. it it's not right it's not fair mm-hmm. um and don't do it if you can't pay it off Absolutely. If you cannot pay it off in full without the, and I mean, and in time, on time, earlier than right. on fucking time, right? Don't do it. Or don't um, do it without asking. Either. Right. Or don't do it Just without. Going and doing the shit I mean, some people do it and their kids are as young as fucking 10. That, look, that happens. You're 10, you 10 years old and you got, got cable. Damn credit card. Listen, got a credit card, got cable <laughs> in your name, the lights in your name, and don't even fucking know it, right? And so, so if you, if you can. If you have children that are young, don't do it. If your children are of age, don't do it without mm. them asking. Right. Because my thing is for me, and I tell my, my family this all the time, if I got it and you need it, it's mm-hmm. yours. Right. That simple. You just have All to you ask. have to do is ask me. Mm-hmm. So, like, my mother, prime example, she has access to, um, like, all of our accounts pretty mm-hmm. much. Right. She has, like, her card, um, and then my dad has his card. I have my card, you know, my brother. But she can go into all of our accounts. Which is great, mm-hmm. uh, in a sense, because she helps me when, um, like, so uh, I have my car payment, right? Well, it's right. very difficult to, like, they won't take it, like, over the over the computer. Mm-hmm. So I have to get a money order and do all right. this and do all that. Well, it's easier for my mom to just, she has the access to it. She can take it out of my account mm-hmm. and go do it for me. So stuff like that right. is perfect. Um, and she does it every month. She's good at that. Um, she's also very good at, uh, my mother's a frugal woman. Mm-hmm. Um, not like me and my father at all. I right. didn't pick up that habit from mm-hmm. her. I didn't pick up that generational right. um, cycle <laughs> from her. Um, not, not. I'm not very frugal at all, but she is. Mm-hmm. So um, she catches things, right? She'll take a look at the accounts and mm-hmm. she'll be like, "Hey, um, you went out to eat and they charged you two hundred dollars instead of twenty, oh, right? Damn. Like she's mm-hmm. caught stuff like that before, right. and I had to, go, and I would have never caught it um, mm-hmm. until I swiped the card and they like, "Beep, bitch, the right? You ain't got them coins, right? And I'm like, "Hold on, wait, what? I had all this right. money, right? Um, so she catches things like that. So it's it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. However. What pisses me off, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell on her. What pisses me <laughs> off is like, and um, and she may not do it on purpose, right? right. But she'll have all the cards in her purse. Mm-hmm. And so she'll go to the store and, sw- and just, just, grab swipe, just grab one and swipe. So I'm in my bank account mm-hmm. looking and I see $30 in Simpsonville, South Carolina. Well, damn, I didn't go to the grocery store well, today there. I, well, I don't live in fucking Simpsonville. <laughs> so why is my car being swiped right. in mm-hmm. Simpsonville, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes she catches it and she'll put the money right back. Right. Other times she won't catch it and she's like, do you sure I use your car? Let me send you the screenshots. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I've had to screen, send like five or six screenshots. Mm-hmm. Like this was for 250 This was for $20. This was for $30. This was for $10. Mm-hmm. All that adds the fuck up. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it might be $2 that you mm-hmm. swipe my car for. But that's my fucking $2. Right. If you needed $2, 
Call me and, and tell me, and I would give you two dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's right. I don't care if it's yeah. two dollars or two thousand dollars. If it's mine and I got it and you need it and mm-hmm. it's not gonna hurt me, I will give it to you. Right. Because I gotta make sure home taken care of first. But if if, if home is taken mm-hmm. care of, I have no problem giving it to you. Yes. But what I do not like is surprises where I go to check my bank account or I'm going to add money to my account or draw money from mm-hmm. my account and I see I got twenty dollars missing. I don't give a fuck if it's two pennies. Give me my, my two pennies. <laughs> Stop Real. playing with me. I feel that. I feel that and like black community and just even as individualized families like we have to be more intentional with finances Mm -hmm. and realizing okay damn this shit that i've learned in regards to finances this shit gotta go Mm -hmm. because this is not this is not healthy this is not advancing us in any type of way right and you're fucking with you're fucking your kids up right you're fucking their future up so it's like if you wanted to go to buy a house and you got a credit card in your name that you had no idea I have about. no idea That's about. maxed out. Maxed out. Credit's fucked up. Collections. The shit's in fucking collections. You know what I'm I don't even know about it until I get a phone call. And then it's like, so I go to buy a house and I'm like, oh, well, no, we can't approve you of this this loan. Or we can't approve you to get... Because your credit's fucked up. Well, how the fuck my credit get fuck up, fucked up? Look, right. Look, look. How did my credit get fucked up? Well, that's because mom or daddy pulled out something in your exactly. name and didn't tell you about mm-hmm. it. Like, that's some fuck shit. Yes. Like, I'm sorry that you fucked your shit up, but, but don't, don't, don't fuck, fuck my, my shit up. up. Mm-hmm. And I mean... I like because at the end of the day, I can have a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars in my bank account. Right. But if my credit score is a fucking four fifty, a five hundred, a five fifty, you ain't getting shit. You're not getting shit. You're that that a couple that a couple hundred thousand dollars is all you fucking got. Mm-hmm. Credit is the best fucking thing since shoestrings. Yeah. And if you don't have good credit, then you're you're fucked up. Yep. And so for for parents and like I said, parents, 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 for do not do that shit to your fucking kids. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. It's yeah. not okay. It's not. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's like literally one of the worst parenting things you could possibly do. Absolutely. Unless you guys have talked about it, you and agreed you about it, mm-hmm. you've approved. You said, okay, mom, dad, yeah, you can take this out of my name, or mom, dad, if I we do this, this will help mm-hmm. me beneficially. This will help you all beneficially. We'll work together to pay right. it back, whatever. But to do things without your kids' knowledge, whether they're ten. 19 years old or 20 or 30 to do things without your kids knowledge is really fucked up yeah it really is um and for me it angers me um it angers me like i said that that those two cents are my fucking two cents and i'm I'm trying to be better i'm I'm trying trying to to break the bullshit that i'm trying to break right and you so stop using my name continuously okay yeah and 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 so and because and because you fucked my credit up when i get ready to have kids I'm going to, like you said, mm-hmm. and when that kid comes out, who you are is what they are at that exactly. point in time until they can start mm-hmm. building their own credit. Right. So if my credit is a fucking 400, their credit is a fucking 400. Look, so you're fucking not only me up, but my, my kids up. You're, you're fucking your grandkids up mm-hmm. by doing some shit like that. So parents, do not do that. Yes. Don't do it. Like I said, unless it's mm-hmm. been discussed and it's been well thought out, there's a payment plan mm-hmm. to pay things back, to do things. Because, I mean, taking out loans against credit cards can be a beneficial thing. It can be. If yeah. you do it correctly. Absolutely. If you do it correctly. You let your shit lapse you run you you have a high percentage usage on your credit card and mm-hmm. and you're paying shit back late and you know whatever or not paying it at all right that become that that's when it's problematic but you pay it on time mm-hmm. you pay it early you pay more than you have mm-hmm. to you it, 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 it can go one or both ways right, right? um so i think that's super mm-hmm. super important to right. acknowledge um and i want to touch on like in regards to poverty too mm-hmm. i think poverty can be a generational curse or cycle okay so it's like I'm born into this environment. I have no control over this. Mm-hmm. So, what do we do? Mm-hmm. How do we get out of this? Mm. It's not our fault. Right. Yes, we're, we're, we're born into this, but... Well, I, and for me, I can't uh, 100% speak on that mm-hmm. because... Um, I mean, although everyone has their financial situations right. and their struggles, I was never born 
quote unquote into poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, now, don't get me wrong; I I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth either. Right. Um, and if and I'm pretty sure there's times when we struggle where my mother and mm-hmm. father did what they had to do to the point where me and my brother never even felt the effects right. of it. Um, and that's just what good parenting is, mm-hmm. right? That's that's like, hey, we we got to fix this, and they don't need to know nothing about it. Right. Um, and so I'm pretty yeah. sure that that has happened. Um, but for me, I can say that because of the way my parents have handled funds, mm-hmm. um, I know now what to do and what not to do. Absolutely. And honestly, um, I wouldn't be in this quote-unquote situation that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a bad situation. Mm-hmm. I have closed my back roof over my head. I'm very thankful mm-hmm. for that. Very grateful. But again, when I like, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. When I did have the funds, I didn't, I had, and I was not as grateful mm-hmm. as I should have been. I don't, didn't thank God for that. Um, I mishandled those funds. I mean, like I said, I wasn't looking at price tags or shit. Mm-hmm. I was in an apartment that's twenty three hundred dollars a month, right? And nobody was like, Carson, that's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Nobody was like, Hey, you should probably look at a price right. tag, right? And and then my parents had gotten to the point where they're like, Carson, you need to save. You need to mm-hmm. save. You need to save. But nobody was really telling me how, how to, to save. Do it. Mm-hmm. Right? It was just like save. Right. Okay, well what the you fuck can, am I saying? You, can tell, you me can tell me to save. But you unless you like right, nobody nobody mm-hmm. taught me any of those things. And like Ryan last week was mm-hmm. talking about the high ends, uh, high yield savings account. Mm-hmm. I brought that attention to my parents, and they both looked at me like, okay, what is that? Mm-hmm. Explain that a little bit to me. Right. And, I mean, my mom, even a minute, she's like, you know, I'm a bit financially illiterate. Mm-hmm. I said, Mom, that's the thing. I am too. Right. right? And so we have to break that cycle for Lyric. Right? Yes, for, for my future children. Mm-hmm. Right? We have, to, we have to break that cycle. And so I can't really speak to poverty in a sense, mm-hmm. but I can speak to the fact of there's been times where we've been real close to it. Right? Like, we've, uh, been, yeah. we've been real that's, close to it. And so now it's like, now I know mm-hmm. what to do to avoid that. Um, for people who have been born into poverty, I I would say like literally yeah. get some books, get yeah. get find any type of financial like advice to, you can. Mm-hmm. I would like to if if any of our listeners, um, if y'all have been born into poverty mm-hmm. and y'all had to deal with that cycle, um, let us know how you got out of that situation or yeah. how you're getting out of that. We right. wanna we wanna hear y'all's insight on that. Right. Because I mean, you weren't born into poverty. Either. I wasn't either. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to just open up that conversation because I do feel like that is a type of curse or cycle because I can't control the fact that I was born into poverty with and where and there's no way out of this other than whatever reason or whatever way I guess people that have come out of poverty have done right and you know I think too that is a result of things and I don't want to deter too much but that is a result of like uh, survival crime mm. and when people turn to a life of like drugs or you know yeah. uh, prostitution or whatever cycles. that is that is a cycle as mm-hmm. well um, you know if I've been born into poverty into a very poverty stricken situation mm-hmm. and you know my parents will have an education I don't have an education mm-hmm. and that's a cycle right yeah. there within itself right yeah, my kids probably my kids won't, won't have, have an education, education and, and they probably won't have right yeah, and so we do something different right and so mm-hmm. the only way for me to go get money or mm-hmm. go get a job is to go do something that is survival crime. I'm doing this simply to survive, right? right? I have to sell my body. I have mm-hmm. to sell these drugs. I have to do this or do that. And so, yeah. It or can, not necessarily have to, but this is the this only, is the only way, way out. Way, this yeah. is the only way I know. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yep. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Generational curses or cycles, as we should say, um, it's it's a heavy topic. Just because I sit, as I sit here and talk to you about it, I just think of all the things that are currently still affecting me to this mm-hmm. day. 
um, things that like I have I can literally sit here and have flashbacks of right. things and then look at my life now and say that's why I do what I'm I do exactly that's why I do what I do and it's so funny because my brother and father um, they bump heads all the time mm-hmm. the only reason they bump heads neither one of them want to admit it but they're they're identical mm-hmm. and not just how they look but how they act mm-hmm. I mean they mm-hmm. these two men are two fucking peas in a pond mm-hmm. get on my damn nerves my dad and my brother listen exact same way. <laughs> listen love them to death mm-hmm. but get on my nerves and they're two peas in a pod and mm-hmm. they act just alike and it's so funny because my dad's like i don't get it i don't get it why he act like that and we everybody's like we're literally we're like literally like sip well, tea dad. well dad um he he that's that's how you act yeah. it's like you're a mirror for him like you're looking in right. the mirror like and the things that you've done mm-hmm. good or bad have been passed on to your son like right. the, the very things you dislike about your son mm-hmm. are who you are like right. those things are who you are and it's so funny because he doesn't see it at all mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's he doesn't want to see it or he's not in the space to see it but it's like you've made this person uh, like yeah, you, this absolutely. is this is you literally raised you, your child so yeah and I mean of course like you, right yeah. and obviously you said mm-hmm. like earlier there are outside influences right but at the end of the day at its core mm-hmm. you two are the way you are is because you're the same person yeah like let's just be honest let's yeah, be like honest he literally came it. out of you and came out of her mom, right so <laughs> right like yeah it makes you, sense you got something sense. to do with it right, <laughs> right, right 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 yeah like for me just to off that in regards to depression mm-hmm. and i think this can um a lot of people can identify with this who deal with depression because it's not something that we um it's not our fault that we have this right but we have to find a way to if we are intentional about breaking this curse and cycle find ways to live with and function um while we have it right and it's, it's so hard for me it's difficult mm-hmm. to not slip into a depression because mm-hmm. that's how i've been created that's the cycle that i have i have taken on from my mother so it's like that's it's just it's just really difficult Mm -hmm. for me in -hmm. regards to that it's something i deal with um shit every day i have to wake up and like force myself to be happy or to think a different way and Mm -hmm. battle against what it is that i'm prone to right Mm -hmm. well for me um one thing that i um am very big on um i there are things about my family and my upbringing that make me who I am. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, all of it does. But right. uh, there are things that I'm very, very proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, extremely proud of. I'm Absolutely. very, very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. There are generational cycles that I'm so thankful that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are things that I don't care for as much. Right. Um, and so, like you said, you fight against those mm-hmm. things. And so, for me... Um, I am determined not to be in certain ways like my mother and father. Um, Just as much as I'm determined to be like them in certain ways. A bad example is a great example of what not to be. Okay. That's how you have to look at it. Right. And so so there are certain things that I will never be like. Mm -hmm. And I do not want to take those characteristics with me. I don't want to carry them. Right. And there are other things that I'm like, I am so thankful Mm -hmm. I had them for this. Right. Um, And so I think it's one of those things where you have to pick and choose. Mm -hmm. You have to... um, like you said, fight. You have right. to get up every morning and make a conscious decision to mm-hmm. be better, Absolutely. to be stronger, and break mm-hmm. those curses and break those cycles. Um, so if whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's finances, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's all about, you know, setting your intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, again, being self-aware, as right. we always say, because it starts with self. Um, and I think it's about saying, like, I am not these that, things yeah. the same way we say these positive affirmations mm-hmm. you can say the other ones too i am not a mm-hmm. loser i am not a failure i mm-hmm. will not be financially illiterate right. you know i will not be um stuck in a cycle of depression mm-hmm. i will not be overweight i will not be you know yeah. what i mean like i am beautiful yeah, i can will, absolutely right? refuse to accept 
And you can what refuse is not it. Right. For your greater good. Right. Mm-hmm. I will not be in an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. I will not stay with, you know what I mean? I will right. not be here. And um the same way you say these positive affirmations, you can say those type of affirmations too. Mm-hmm. Um and they're positive, but just the affirming that you will not yes. be something. Yes. You will not submit to that cycle. Right. Um I will be educated, mm-hmm. right? Like I think those are those are very important things yeah. to do as well. And I think it's important to also set boundaries mm-hmm. because as you're healing those people that have projected that onto you, they may not, they not, they may not be healing at the same rate mm-hmm. as you are, and they still may be continuing to project. So, sure. set those boundaries for sure, and you can't allow them to hinder your growth process That's and what it is you're trying to accomplish. Family or not, yes, right. Absolutely. You got it. And you gotta, more oftentimes, not it is family. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You got to set those boundaries. I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. Well, this is a healthy conversation. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I and so. I feel like you know this is one of. Um, the first podcast that has like really evoked like some type of like deep thought in yeah. me, right? You see, I couldn't get my words right. Together. This podcast, it was, it was. This one was heavy, bro. right? That's pretty right. Deep, being right. vulnerable in this one, right? Mm-hmm. And just sitting here thinking, like, and I mean, you were super vulnerable, and for that, yeah. I appreciate you and I love you, and I thank you for that. Thank you. Um, and I just, I feel like, um, I mean, wow, like, I just like, oh, there's some things I gotta like. Like look at yeah, it, right? We reevaluate. Break some cycles. Gotta break some cycles. Major I facts. I have some bullshit going on right now that I'm not even aware about. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so, um, definitely gonna be intentional about the rest of uh, my day and, mm-hmm. and my week and weekend and um, sage the house. Yeah, and get, sage, get, definitely get, sage. <laughs> right. Get some meditation yeah. going. Um, because yeah, this one, this one was was good. This I agree. was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for tuning yes, in. We love, love you. you. Um, if there's anything that you want to share with us, please feel free to DM comment message and share all of that all of that um so don't forget to follow me my personal page is carson charisma and follow me at rachel e the goddess and do not forget to tell a friend to tell a friend about your favorite podcast yes yes. um and be sure to follow us on ig at theanomaly.podcast